Welcome to The Journey. I'm your host, Ray Spellbrink, and I want to thank you once again for joining me this afternoon. If you're listening, I'm recording this on a Sunday afternoon, and it will be uploaded just as soon as I'm done. And if you're listening a little bit later, I appreciate you taking time to listen then as well. And I would encourage you to share uh, my podcast with other people. Share it on your Facebook page, on your Twitter page, and help me get the word out that, uh, that there's somebody here talking about some things and uh, hopefully encouraging people and at the very least giving you something to contemplate, giving you something to think about, giving you something to talk about with other people. So today we're going to talk about uh, how we measure matters. It makes a difference in how we measure things. I'm going to take uh, my text today. I want to read from the book of Romans, chapter 12. And we're going to pick up on verses 3 through 5. And as is usually my custom, I will be reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Romans, chapter 12, verses 3 through 5. Paul writes these words. For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly, as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. So I I think this is one of the uh, really, it's a, it's a really good passage of Scripture to, to let us know that although there are many, it is still one body. Now, in, in regards to success, our society in which we live has several means of measuring success and value in a person. For example, some people focus on financial measures uh, so that making or having more money equates to being a better or more valuable person. Some people focus on fame and popularity as a measure of the success of a person's life. And the more popular they are, the greater fame that they have, uh, well, the more uh, successful this person is. Now, God measures success differently than what man does. And it is his standard that we should be using as believers both in how we look at ourselves as well as in how we look at others. Now, the principle Paul lays out for us in in what we read here in our scripture is that we must reject pride. That's the ultimate principle he's laying out here. We've got to reject pride. There's There's no big eyes, no little U's, no one more important than another person. Paul says here that there is nothing in the gospel that would encourage anyone to have a superiority complex or to think that they are better than someone else. That, that's just not, you're not going to find that in the gospel. And, uh, and Paul goes on to urge us to be humble in exercising the gifts that we have, the gifts that uh, ultimately God has given us. And we should never have exaggerated ideas of our own self-importance. Sometimes uh, people have the idea, you know, I'm so important 
to God that I have to get up early in the morning so God could raise the sun. And, and you know, we, we have that self-important attitude, and that's just not the way we ought to be living our lives or, or believing. So we should never have an exaggerated idea of our own self-importance. Neither should we be envious of others on the flip side. Rather, we should realize that each person is unique and that we all have an important function to perform in the plan of God. We're all different. We're all special. We're all unique. We're all peculiar in the mind and plan of God. Also, we should be happy with the place that God has placed us in the body. Some people, uh, you know, when you think of a natural body, what, what if the foot says, I don't want to be a foot. I want to be a hand. Uh, what if the elbow says, I don't want to be an elbow. I want to be a head. You know, so, so we need to be content with where God has placed us in the body of Christ. And I think that's so important. We should seek to exercise our gifts with all the strength that God supplies us. Now, he's given us the gifts we have for purpose, and we need to use them and use them wisely and use them for him. Now, when you go back to uh, Genesis, we find that pride was the original cause of Satan's fall. Actually, that's not in Genesis, but that's elsewhere. But we read that, that pride was the original cause of Satan's fall. And it is through appeals to our pride that Satan himself also brings us down. He will appeal to our pride. He knows how to, how to, how to scratch that itch, you might say. He knows where to uh, tempt us and uh, the right words to say, the right things to do the right temptations to put in front of us. And the temptation to look at ourselves and think we're not really uh, doing too badly, especially compared to all those other people, that is a, is, a system, is a symptom of pride, and that will lead to destruction, spiritual destruction. So instead, we should view ourselves in relation to the body of Christ. Think of the body of Christ now. The focus should not be on what we have done or on what talents we have, but on the God who graciously provides all of the abilities and possessions that we have. So for, forget about the talents that we have. Our focus should not be on us in any way, by any means, by any stretch of the imagination, but rather our focus should be on God, the, the one who provides the abilities and the, and the giftings that we have. So even though we may have different skills and gifts than others, God's plan is for each of us believers to join together to do his work. For example, the human body has many members, yet each one has a unique role to play. My fingers don't do what my ears do. My nose doesn't do what my knee does. My brain doesn't do what, uh, what my toes do. So, so you see, we each role, each member has a specific role, uh, intended role to play in the body of Christ. I've often said, I, I just want to be a part of the body of Christ. I don't care if I'm the toenail on the little toe. I'm still a part. I'm still a member of that body, and I'm still uh, performing and doing the things that God wants me to do. 
So, so the health and welfare of the body depend on the proper functioning of each member, just like in the natural body, you get uh, something that working right in the physical body and the natural body. Well, the, the body doesn't function as a whole the way it should. If we're, if we have a member of our body, that's not, for example, if you have a broken arm and your arms in a sling, for example, and, and, and you cannot use that arm. So you're down to one hand. So your body's not functioning the way it was meant to function. And uh, you, you can still function, but not to the extent or the way that you was meant to function. So again, that's how it is in the body of Christ. There's unity, according to what we read in our uh, passage. That is one body. There's diversity, many members, he says, and interdependency. Uh, we're members of one another. Any gifts we have are not for selfish use or display, but for the good of the body. We are to minister to one another, minister to the body. No gift is self-sufficient and no gift is unnecessary. Bottom line is, folks, we need one another. We need each other. And when we realize all this, we're thinking sensibly, according to verse 3 of our text. Now, none of the parts of the body of Christ are unimportant, and none of the parts are more valuable in God's eyes than others. Rather than measuring ourselves by those around us, we should be measuring ourselves by the way Jesus lived. How often, I wonder, do we miss it? We see uh, so-and-so, and we say, boy, I wish I could, uh, I could teach like they can, or uh, I wish I could preach like they could, or I wish I could sing like they can, or I wish I could uh, uh, take care of record or do record-keeping or, or fill in the blank. I wish I could be like them. Don't wish you could be like them. That's not your part of the body. That's their part of the body. You, you serve where God has you. You fulfill uh, the part, the, the, the body member that uh, God has you uh, to do with the, your place in the body. So rather than measuring ourselves by those around us, let's measure ourselves by the way Jesus lived. He should be the gold standard, if you will, for us to live by. Now, using God's standard for success ensures that we will look at ourselves and at others in a proper light. Because as long as we're focused on the right thing, and the right thing being God, the right thing being Jesus Christ and him crucified, we're okay. And we'll keep our place, do what God has called us to do, fulfill our position in the body of Christ, and we'll see God use us in great, great ways. So again, this is another micropod or micropodcast in just a few minutes. And I pray it's a blessing to you. And I pray that it gives you something to ponder, something to think about, some nuggets for the week to chew on. Until next Sunday, I pray, uh, I pray you have a wonderful week, that God's blessing would be upon you and enjoy the journey.